listen, you need more followers. If you want more customers, you need more leads. In order to get more leads, one of the easiest, best ways to do that is by leveraging social media. And the best place to leverage your social media is with Instagram. There are billions of users. You just need to know how to attract the ones who want what you have. Brock and I have helped thousands of people just like you grow their account from like 150 people to 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, even half a million followers. No, you don't need to be a gorgeous fitness model. No, you don't have to be great on camera. It is easier than ever to grow your Instagram account, but you need to understand how. It's not that difficult. In fact, you're probably wasting so much time on Instagram right now, and we want to help save you time and make you money by finding the customers who want what you have. I invite you to join us. We have a monthly membership. It's insane. It is the best-priced training mentorship on the interwebs, if I do say so myself. When you join Insta Clubhub, your monthly membership entitles you to two live interactive trainings per month. They're insane. In addition to that, you can log in at any time and watch hundreds of quick, tiny tutorials, each of which are designed to help you grow your Instagram, reach more customers, and do so as quickly as possible. I want to invite you to check it out. Just go to instaclubhub.com. You don't even have to remember that. While you're listening to the show, just scroll down right now over the show notes. You will see that there's a link there to Insta Clubhub. You can actually click on that while you're listening to the show and enter your email address to learn more. It's that simple. And we look forward to seeing you on our next live training. What's up? Hey, welcome to this edition of Build Your Tribe. This is a quick tip Tuesday, and it's an important one. The size of your dream, the size of your goals, and how quickly you reach them is very much dependent upon how quickly you embrace the concept that you need help. You just can't do it all yourself. And people who try will quickly find themselves burnt out. But I'm often asked, like, okay, but where do I find these people? Help. Like, I get the most desperate messages from entrepreneurs, friends of mine. A lot of them are friends of mine. And they're in this situation where they need to hire a lot of people all at once because you get to this place where you just can't take it anymore, where you are so overwhelmed and you know there's so many things you want to get to and so many opportunities and so many things you haven't done yet. And you realize there just aren't enough hours in the day. And that's when it hits you and it hits you like a ton of bricks. And that's when you realize, okay, I've been saying for too long that I can't afford to bring on more people or bring on anyone, either a one-man show, you're a solopreneur, until you reach your breaking point. And then you don't have a choice. And then it feels like you need to bring on five people or at least like two or three. And you probably do. So before you get to that place, that place of desperation where you really do need to bring on more than one person at once or you're absolutely going to lose it, please heed my warnings. Listen, I've been in business for more than 30 years. I've done it all the different ways. I've tried to save money and figure out how to do as many things as possible myself. I've brought on too many people at once and had that turn into a complete disaster. I've brought on one person at a time and then gave them work and eventually took it back because they weren't doing it perfectly and found myself back at the drawing board. I've made all the mistakes, but I will say this. Every single time we've made a hire, it has elevated our business. As they say, when you delegate, you elevate. 
And if you want to reach your dream, you need a bigger team. So let's talk about some do's and don'ts. Don't assume that you can't afford to hire someone. The fact of the matter is most people can't afford not to, but they're afraid to take that step. Don't assume that if you bring someone on, you have to bring them on full time or that you have to bring them on as an employee on a permanent basis. There's no reason why you can't start with someone part-time, like I'm talking five to 10 hours a week, and you can bring them on as a trial basis. Oftentimes, I will run ads on the sites that I'm going to share with you in just a few minutes, and I will say things like, this is a part-time temporary opportunity. What that does is it gives me the opportunity to say, okay, this just didn't work out and I don't have to bring them on as an employee. And it also makes it easy for me to say, well, thank you so much for taking care of this project without ever letting them know that I was actually considering keeping them on on a more permanent basis. So I don't have to hurt their feelings and it's just much more comfortable. Listen, there's nothing more awkward than having to let people go. So wrap your head around the idea that this is just a temporary part-time thing. And if it doesn't make you more money and if it doesn't relieve a whole bunch of stress and help you to relieve that burnout that you're feeling, well, then you can take all those tasks back and do them yourself again. But I doubt that you will do that. Next, don't assume that when you hire someone, that's the end of it. That's just the beginning. Don't hire someone unless you're actually setting aside the time to show them and work with them so that they can get it right. One thing that I do is everything that I'm doing that I'm going to delegate to this person, I start creating screen flows. I screen flow all of my activities, whether it's on my phone, I'll just do a screen recording on my phone or from my desktop so they know exactly how I do it. And I'm also recording my voice so that they understand my thought process. So I start with that and then I give them a written description of the task and then I let them try it. And I know you have to understand, you need to know that it's not going to be done perfectly. And you're going to need to give them some feedback and work with them. And the more you invest in a new person to begin with, the happier you'll be, the happier they'll be, and the better they'll do, and the less likely you are to have to go back to the drawing board. Don't think that when you hire someone, they are going to be able to do all of the things they said they could do in their interview. There's probably been two people who I've hired who could do way more than what I thought they could based on their interview, and way outside of the scope of what I hired them for. But more often than not, I've hired someone who has, you know, we all do this. You inflate the things that you've done. You exaggerate the things that you're capable of doing. And then you bring that person on and you find out that they do have some of the strengths and some of the skills, many of the skills and many of the strengths that they said they had, but some of them they won't. But you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Just because they can't do that one thing that you had hired them to do, but they can do six of the other 10 things, well, then adjust their position. And sometimes when you adjust a person's position, you might have to adjust their pay. Again, keep in mind that this is someone you're probably bringing on as a consultant part-time temporarily, okay? So until we end up or until you decide to make them an employee, you've got a lot of flexibility and a lot of leeway, and you're not tied down to anything. Don't assume that there's no one on the planet who can do this thing that only you can do, that only you know how you want it done. I mean, 
that's probably the biggest misconception there is when it comes to delegating. And I know I was that way. Like absolutely everything I've ever done in my business, there was a point at which I thought no one will ever write an email the way I write an email. No one will ever edit a video. No one will ever name it. Whatever it is that I once did, I just assumed no one's going to just get it perfect. And you're right. They're not going to do it exactly as you want them to. It will probably be better. In many cases, they'll be a lot better, but it still might not be exactly as you would have done it. I mean, there's so many people who I've hired and they don't do it exactly as I would do it. They actually do it a lot better. Now, I'd love to hear from you if you would like for me to do an episode where I break down, like, basically, if you have an online business, the key people you need on your team if you really want to grow and expand. I'll definitely do an episode about that. But if you're a solopreneur, and I'm just assuming that you are doing some form of online business, I haven't met anyone in any industry yet who doesn't need a virtual, a part-time virtual assistant. And more often than not, that's going to transition into a full-time virtual assistant. This is someone who handles all of your administrative tasks. So the way that you want to do this is sit down with a pen and a piece of paper and just write down everything that you have to do that doesn't involve your specific skill set. So whether it's checking your insights or posting to Instagram, going through your emails, responding to emails, organizing your Dropbox, scheduling clients, ordering product, coordinating your calendar, coordinating your travel, coordinating your appointments, your meetings, your Zooms, keeping you organized, updating all of your software programs, running reports, anything that's administrative, anything that doesn't require a very specific talent or your core skill. In other words, that thing that like only you can do, like only I can record the podcast or Brock, right? So I can't outsource that. I can't outsource going on camera, but just about everything else I can. So just make a massive list and then kind of categorize those tasks that you're like, oh man, it would be such a relief if I didn't have to deal with the bookkeeping, if I didn't have to go through all of our bank statements, if I didn't have to follow up on our accounts receivable. Like just make a list of everything that you're currently doing that you don't want to have to do anymore. And that should probably be your first part-time temporary hire. Now, where do you find these people? For the virtual assistant, if you want somebody here in the United States, a couple places you can look. Number one, I recommend Belay. We found some amazing people from Belay. I'll put a link to that in our show notes. They're an agency that they do all of the interviewing and screening and everything else for you. I think you pay a fee. I forget exactly how it works, but we've found some amazing people from Belay. If you're willing to do the interviews yourself, go to Upwork. Upwork has amazing I mean, I can't even tell you how many great people we found on Upwork. Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Fiverr, also a great site. It's not just $5 jobs. You might be able to hire someone to do virtual assistant work for, you know, whatever, $15 for the week. And you could hire a couple of them and figure out which one of those two or three people you hire you really gel with, who responds quickly, who you like their energy, you like working with them, and you just hire them for that single project, but there's an opportunity for you to hire them on a more permanent basis, even if it's just part-time. And don't forget to tap your communities. So posting to your Instagram stories, and not just once, because remember, everyone who follows you isn't seeing your content every single day. Post to your Instagram stories. Record an ad on your podcast if you're a podcaster or on your YouTube channel. Make mention of it if you're on Facebook Live. 
It's just like networking. The more you tell your community who it is you're looking for and what it is you're looking for, the more likely you are to find this person. And for this type of position, it really helps if you hire someone that you trust. And that's great when you get a referral from someone who already knows you and already knows them and they give you that their recommendation, that vote of confidence. So don't hesitate to send a text message right now to every person you know who might know someone else who's looking for part-time online administrative work. I mean, this is a great opportunity for just about anyone in any area. And a lot of times, I mean, I don't know what your specific situation is, but for many of us, there's a lot of flexibility. I know most of the people I hire, my virtual team, as long as a job gets done within a 24-hour period, we're all good. I don't mind if they work late at night or early in the morning, which allows people who have a family to be with their family. And like, that's what we teach at Team Johnson is like, prioritize the things that matter most in life first, work comes second. And it's important that we live by that mission statement. When we're bringing people onto our team, we want them to be able to prioritize their family too. And of course we want their best effort and we want, you know, people who really care about their job and the work that they do. And they feel like they're a part of this team. But for a lot of people who work in the virtual space, that's one of the reasons why they do it because they love that flexibility. Now, how do you pay people? How do you figure out what to pay people? One way to figure this out is to just Google it. Just Google virtual assistant in your area. Look at the range. Go on Upwork and look at the range that people are offering for that specific service. And when people get really nervous thinking about that, like, oh man, can I afford to pay someone whatever the rate is per hour? And they get nervous about that. I always say, what is your hourly rate? What are you worth? Because when you're doing these things, let's just say hypothetically, you have a value of $500 an hour. Like when everything is said and done and you didn't have to do all these extra things and you take your annual income and divide it by the number of hours that you work per week in your craft, let's just say that you come out at $500 per hour. Do you realize that when you're doing those administrative tasks right now, you're actually paying someone that being yourself $500 an hour to do those things. So put your own wages in perspective before you start down the path of hiring this first person. But I promise when you make that investment in someone else, you're literally making that investment in your company and it will repay you tenfold. I promise. The last piece of advice I want to give to you is to carve out the time to do this. When I ask a friend who comes to me is like, help, help, I need to hire people. When I say, well, why did you wait so long? They always say, I've just been so busy. I've been so busy. I haven't had time until I feel like I'm going to break. So do yourself a favor. Listen to what I'm saying. Carve out the time now before you are so burnt out. You can't handle it or it's your business is taking a toll on your family, your mental health, your physical health. Carve out the time. You know, if something tragic happened to a family member, you would take a week off to be there for them. So do that for yourself. Take a week off and just devote that full week to finding this first person. And if you already have your first person, then take a full week off to find your next most important hire because you're worth it. Listen, thanks for listening. It is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and then be done. And we are done. Hey, it's Kristen, Shalene's podcast manager. We love to share stories that inspire other entrepreneurs. So here's a quick clip from one of our Marketing Impact Academy success stories. 
Since joining Marketing Impact Academy, I've paid off $125,000 worth of debt. I have 5,000 students online. I've been named one of the top 100 women to watch on Twitter, top 50 online courses for creativity. It was recently featured in Kajabi's You Inc. about a premier example of someone who is turning their passion into business. And I'm writing my eighth book right now, my name is Diane Bleck. I'm the founder of the Doodle Institute. Today, I want to talk to the creatives out there, the people who have a passion and they want to know how to make it into a business because that was me just a few years ago. I was creating YouTube videos around my passion, but I didn't have a formal plan for how to grow it into a business. And thanks to Marketing Impact Academy, I learned how to create baby offers so that I could start to build a list of my ideal customers I then learned how to build courses, as well as a social media strategy and a team to support my growth. It gave me a foundation for sharing my knowledge with students. My professional work has exploded, as well as my ability to be an online instructor, which has been a dream of mine. If I can do this, if I can make a business out of doodling, you can make a business out of your dreams too. If you would love to learn more about Marketing Impact Academy, be sure to go to marketingimpactacademy.com and get your name on the list. Registration will be open soon, and we only open once a year. So be sure you visit marketingimpactacademy.com and get your name on the list so you are first to be notified of all the amazing things we have planned for this year's registration. And remember, the link can always be found below in the show notes.